Hello, my friends. D.L. Anderson here. Welcome back to Transformation by Truth podcast as we share the truth concerning these last days and what you must do to save yourself from the violent times that are just ahead. Today's podcast is a word of truth accounting of the end times. The end is coming. The end is near. Today's podcast is entitled End Times 243, The People and Places of the Restoration, Part 3. The podcast objectives are analyze the Assyrian captivity, reveal the location of the 10 lost tribes of Israel, Reveal why Israel went into captivity in Babylon and analyze the Babylonian captivity. This lesson contains timelines and other visuals. Therefore, if you are listening to the podcast, I advise you to watch the video version on our website or YouTube or request a PDF of the lesson so you can add the visual effect. The Assyrian Captivity Now, in the most recent podcast, we proved how the nation of Israel was scattered to the four corners of the earth. To it, they were dispersed amongst many peoples and nations by the four winds on four distinct occasions. In this podcast, we will analyze two of these four occasions so that we can better understand the sojourning of the nation of Israel in times past. This will allow us to understand where many of our people are in these last days. If you recall from the most recent podcast, the first dispersion of the nation was the Assyrian captivity. Not only is this dispersion a historical fact, it is recorded in the scriptures, which also testify to its timing. 2 Kings 18, 11-12 reads, And the sovereign of Asher, i.e. Assyria, exiled Israel to Asher and placed them in Halah, in Habor, the river of Gozan, and in the city of the Medes, because they did not obey the voice of Yahuwah their Elohim, but transgressed his covenant, all that Moshe, the servant of Yahuwah, had commanded, and they did not obey nor do them. For additional reference concerning the Assyrian captivity, See 2 Kings 15.29, and 2 Chronicles 5.26. Now, as it pertains to time, the Assyrian captivity began approximately 732 BCE, i.e. before the Common Era. Approximately 10 years later, Samaria, the capital of the Northern Kingdom, was captured by Sargon II, and the kingdom had fallen. 
it is important to understand that only the northern kingdom was dispersed into Assyria. The northern kingdom consisting of 10 of the 12 tribes of Israel. The southern kingdom did not go into captivity with the 10 tribes in the northern kingdom. The 10 tribes of the northern kingdom, which went into captivity in Assyria, are Reuben, Simeon, Dan, Naphtali, Gad, Asher, Issachar, Zebulun, Ephraim, and Manasseh. The two tribes of the southern kingdom, which did not go into captivity in Assyria, are Judah and Benjamin. Now, this is a high-level breakdown often used by the text to divide the northern and southern kingdoms. However, it is important to understand that the tribe of Simeon was largely integrated into the tribe of Judah, as you can see by the map to the left. Likewise, the children of Levi were integrated into all the tribes, and thus they were native to both kingdoms. This is why you will find scriptures speaking to the fact that there were tribes outside of Judah and Benjamin who were still in the land of Israel after the Assyrian captivity. It's because the divide between the northern and southern kingdoms was not as clean as it may appear to be per the text handed down to us. The Ten Lost Tribes Now that we've analyzed the historical account of the Assyrian captivity, we must ask, where is Assyria with regards to the land of Israel? The answer, Assyria is north of Israel. In light of this finding, we understand the following. When the scriptures reveal that Elohim would recover a remnant of Israel, from the northern corner of the world, they are referring to those who were dispersed during the Assyrian captivity. As you can see by the map to the left, Assyria is north of Israel. The dark orange area represents the kingdom of Assyria, and the light orange area represents all the lands the Assyrian Empire had conquered. Along these lines, a large majority of those who were dispersed into the Assyrian Empire never returned to their native land. Rather, they were scattered to the northern kingdoms of the world. From this depressing reality pales the infamous moniker, the Ten Lost Tribes of Israel. The following interest point reveals why the northern kingdom is often referred to in this manner in these last days. Unlike the southern kingdom, the ten tribes associated with the northern kingdom never returned to the land of promise. On the contrary, captives from these tribes 
assimilated into the kingdom of Assyria, while others were further dispersed into the northern regions of Europe and Asia. The key takeaway from this entrance point is sure, there is a remnant of Israel abiding in the northern regions of Europe and Asia to this day. Therefore, when Yahushua Messiah prophesied, the son of Adam shall send his messengers and they shall gather together his chosen ones from the four winds. He is first and foremost referring to those who are displaced during the Assyrian captivity and are now in the northern corner of the world. To these members of the inseparable body of Israel, my brothers and sisters from the lost tribes, I encourage you to be of good cheer. Your ancient dispersion is coming to a soon end. Yahushua is coming to save you. Luke 19, 9-10 reads, Today, deliverance has come to this house. For the son of Adam has come to seek and to save what was lost. A plane outside the realm of healing. This brings us to the second of the four dispersions in the history of the nation of Israel. Enter the Babylonian captivity. Babylonian captivity began approximately 605 BCE. This year marked the beginning of three major deportations, i.e. exiles, of the southern kingdom into Babylon. The second exile occurred approximately 598 BCE, while the third and final exile occurred approximately 587 BCE. Second Chronicles 36, 11-20 reads, Zedekiah was 21 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 11 years in Jerusalem. And he did evil in the eyes of his Elohim. He did not humble himself before Jeremiah the prophet, who spoke from the mouth of Yahuwah. And he also rebelled against sovereign Nebuchadnezzar, who had made him swear by Elohim. But he stiffened his neck and hardened his heart against turning to Yahuwah Elohim of Israel. Also, all the heads of the priests and the people trespassed more and more, according to all the abominations of the nations, and they defiled the house of Yahuwah, which he hath set apart in Jerusalem. And Yahuwah Elohim of their fathers sent to them by his messengers, rising up early and sending them, for he had compassion on his people and on his dwelling place. But they were mocking the messengers of Elohim and despising his words and scoffing at his prophets until the wrath of Yahuwah 
arose against his people until there was no healing. Therefore, he brought against them the sovereign of the Kazdin, and he killed their young men with a sword and the house of their set-apart place, and had no compassion on young man or maiden, on the aged or the weak. He gave all into his hand. And all the utensils from the house of Elohim, great and small, and the treasures of the house of Yahuwah, and the treasures of the sovereign and of his leaders, all these he brought to Babylon. And they burned the house of Elohim, and broke down the wall of Jerusalem, and burned all its palaces with fire, and destroyed all its valuable utensils. And those who escaped from the sword, he exiled to Babylon, where they became servants to him and his sons until the reign of Persia. Depressing times, to say the least and a somewhat painful reminder that there is a point of no return. There is a position beyond recovery, and there is a plane outside the realm of healing. This was true for the children of Elohim in times past, and it is true for the children of Elohim in times present. The grace of Elohim is real, and it is amazing, and yet it has its limit. Woe unto them who reach that limit. A long way from home. Now, as you can see by the map to the left, Babylon is due east of Jerusalem. And thus, those who went into captivity in Babylon are those who are presently located in the eastern corner of the world. Therefore, when Elohim promised to recover a remnant of the children of Israel from the east, he is referring to those who were dispersed during the Babylonian captivity. This is true even though those who were in captives in Babylon were eventually liberated and given the opportunity to return to the land of promise. This liberation occurred 70 prophetic years after the beginning of the Babylonian dispersion. Jeremiah 29.10 reads, For thus said Yahuwah, when 70 years are completed, at Babylon, I shall visit you and establish my good word towards you to bring you back to this place. Second Chronicles 36, 22-23 reads, And in the first year of Koresh, Cyrus, sovereign of Persia, in order to accomplish the word of Yahuwah by the mouth of Jeremiah, Yahuwah stirred up the spirit of Koresh sovereign of Persia, so that he called out in all his reign and also put it in writing, saying, Thus said Koresh, sovereign of Persia, Yahuwah Elohim of the heavens 
has given me all the reins of the earth. And he has commanded me to build him a house in Jerusalem, which is in Yehuda. Whoever is among you of all his people, Yahuwah, his Elohim, be with him and let him go up. Despite this decree given by Cyrus, king of Persia, not all the children of Israel returned to the land of promise. On the contrary, many of them remained in Babylon and became fixtures within the kingdom of Media Persia, which was even larger than the kingdom of Babylon. As you can see by the map to the left, the Persian Empire extended even further east than the Babylonian Empire. As a consequence, those Israelites who did not return to the land of promise were eventually and further integrated into the Persian Empire. This speaks to how many of our people in these last days are displaced in the far east corner of the world. It is a result of the Babylonian captivity, which resulted in a mass dispersion into media Persia. Not only this, but the dispersion into media Persia was further complicated by the rise of the Greek and Roman empires, which pushed large factions of the Persian empire further east and into remote lands in order to avoid captivity at the hands of these Gentile powers. For this reason, those who were dispersed by the east wind into the eastern corner of the world are no better off than the ten lost tribes in these last days. Here is why. Like the ten lost tribes, those native Israelites who are in the eastern corner of our world have existed outside of the core nation for over 2,000 years. And although there are physical factors appreciated by Elohim to the point to where they are yet included in the nation, they, like the 10 lost tribes, are a long way from home. Now, the key takeaway from this interest point is sure. There is a remnant of Israel currently abiding in the eastern regions of Asia. And because they have been displaced for so long, we can accurately consider them as the two lost tribes of Israel. To wit, the descendants of Judah and Benjamin, who were not stirred up to return to the land of promise at the decree of Cyrus, king of Persia, constitute two lost tribes who are as disconnected from the nation as the ten lost tribes who went into captivity in Assyria before them. Therefore, when Yahushua Messiah said, the son of Adam shall send his messengers and they shall gather together his chosen ones from the four winds. He is secondly 
referring to those who were displaced eastward during the Babylonian captivity and never made their way home. Now, here is the final word. Our people were captives long ago, and many are still in captivity today. Here again, this is not because the arm of Elohim is too short that he cannot save us. On the rather, many have gone into and remain in captivity because of their lack of knowledge. The prophet Hosea takes it a step further, revealing that these individuals not only lack knowledge, but they have rejected knowledge. They have resisted the truth. And where there is no truth, there can be no freedom. For that reason, our captivity is no longer about our captors and what they have done to us. It is now about those who are made captives and what we have done to ourselves. And yet, there is a ray of hope. My dear friends, there is a way of escape. And yet, it is only being revealed to those who fear Elohim, to those who love him, to those who wait. Now, here is what's next. We completed today's podcast, End Times 243, The People and Places of the Restoration, Part 3. And the next podcast is entitled, End Times 244, The People and Places of the Restoration, Part 4. I will post this podcast on Monday, November 27th, 2023. Until then, my friends, continue to be led by the spirit of Elohim, continue to watch, continue to pray, continue in fasting, and most of all, continue to be focused, for the end is coming, the end is near. <laughs>